if you can't figure out what you get when the entrepreneur sells the business, you, you probably aren't ready to invest. So, you know, you got to kind of be able to drill down on, on those deal term things to figure out what's coming. And again, coming back just to make the reiterate the point, I love these debt deals that are, are becoming more and more common now because the deal terms are so much easier to understand. Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Hello, guys. Welcome. Today, we are going to discuss more about wasting, fundraising, crowdfunding, and many other things that will help you to earn passive income. It's important to do it smart. Don't put all eggs in one basket. And today, we are going to discover how to do it with Devin Thorn. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here, Anatoly. I appreciate it. It's an honor. Yeah, yeah big pleasure. For our listeners, tell more about yourself, about experience, about background, and how to pronounce your name correctly, because I'm Ukrainian in the end. <laughs> yeah, my name is Devin Thorpe, and uh, I call myself a champion of social good. And I, I look at crowdfunding as a uh, solution to a lot of problems in the world, uh, but it, it allows us to invest uh and or raise capital uh, to solve these problems. And it really is a vitally important part of the economy going forward. And, and I, think, I think all of us are going to be doing it regularly in a decade, but uh, it's a new thing. And so it takes a little bit of time for us to get comfortable with it. But, but I'm here to tell you there are opportunities to make money as an investor. There are opportunities to raise capital and grow a business as an entrepreneur. Uh, so, and crowdfunding is such a, such a powerful tool on both sides of that coin. Yeah, love it, love it, awesome. And it's a good opportunity to lose money as well. So we need to do it smart. And that's right, that's right, <laughs> yeah. good point. Yeah, and most traders, uh, I don't remember exactly the number, but like plus 90% of traders, investors lose money. So it's better to learn. Uh, how to do it right how uh, yeah. to go ahead because i help a lot my customers in trading investing niche i usually help them with marketing we provide great results to increase traffic uh, revenue sales um, and of course we have clients who want to learn uh, how to do it right uh, in different assets different uh, crypto stocks anything day trading long playing cooperation so it depends uh Devin, can you tell where to start what to do first for example let's imagine i have 100k i don't want to put all eggs in one basket so i want to do it smart uh, i know the simplest way to invest to sp 500 you know uh, probably if i have plus 20 years i can do it it works well i don't know what the price will be but in 20 years i will win uh, 100%. But it's the simplest way. Tell your methods how to find the right uh, resource of, I don't know, investing. Yeah, the, the, there are a lot of things I love about uh, investment crowdfunding, uh, especially as an investor tool. Um, and, and one of them is that you can get started with so little money. Um, most uh, crowdfunding sites, and there are almost a hundred of them 
now that are regulated by FINRA conducting um, regulation crowdfunding offerings. And there are um, other broker dealers that are also authorized by FINRA to do this as well. So there are over a hundred people under companies in the marketplace doing this. Uh, some of the names that are most familiar to people are uh, Start Engine and WeFunder and Republic. But there are, like I say, almost a hundred others. And some of them that are, are actually quietly bigger uh, at least in terms of dollar volume than, than those big three that are famous. Uh, Dalmore Group is one people don't talk about as much, uh, but they uh, are doing great business and so is Dealmaker. So there are a couple of big ones out there that most people don't know. Uh, so first off, let me distinguish between the rewards crowdfunding that's happening on Kickstarter and the investment crowdfunding that I'm talking about. If you give someone money on Kickstarter, you're, you, you will, if all goes well, get something, a tangible thing or a service, but something of value. You will get a thing, but you won't own any part of the company. You won't be owed any share of the profits. And some people who've gone on to become quite rich have raised a lot of money on Kickstarter and the Kickstarter supporters have gotten their gadgets uh, and that's it. Um, if you are investing in the company directly rather than in a widget or a gadget, uh, you can actually make money. Right. And, and th so that's what we're talking about. And on websites like uh, WeFunder, Republic and Start Engine, it's easy to go look and start shopping. And, and I have a favorite screening tool I use uh, with a company called King's Crowd. At, and at kingscrowd.com, you can see all of the deals on all of the portals and screen through them to look for deals that are interesting to you. As I mentioned, uh, one of the things that excites me is how little money is required. And on, on a lot of these crowdfunding sites, you can find opportunities to invest with as little as $100. And I love that. I love that because most of us can afford $100. But I have one website that I love to talk about called uh, SMBX. It's The company's called SMBX. The website is thesmbx.com. You can start investing there with $10 and you can do it with no fees. Now I want you to think about what that means. You put $10 in no fees. And if you start getting interest on that, you're making a profit with a $10 investment. It's just like putting, I say, it's just like, it's similar to putting money in a savings deposit, right? But Banks now are charging all kinds of fees for all kinds of accounts. So if you put money in a checking account, you probably pay a fee and don't earn interest. Uh, so it's kind of cool to be able to start with $10, pay no fees and start earning interest. And so if you did $10 a month, every month for a year, you'd have invested $120 and you'd start, you'd be getting interest on $120 and the interest rates right now that we're seeing on on the SMBX and Honeycomb Credit. It's another website that's similar. You typically have to invest $100 on Honeycomb. But uh, on these websites, 
people are starting to pay interest usually within 60 days. So you get immediate returns. Interest rates are typically nine to 12%. So you're getting, I'll call it about 10% on your money right away. This is really pretty exciting. It's not guaranteed. It's not like putting money in the bank, but uh, the, the rate of repayment so far is pretty solid. It, it's pretty encouraging. And so it looks to me like you really can earn in the long run returns in the high single digits, even after taking into account that some of these deals won't pay off fully. And, and so, you know, cause these, they are, you're investing in businesses, but my passion is to invest in companies that have a mission, a social mission that you care about. And that's really where I see the magic, right? You can get paid to create the social impact you want to create. That's a pretty cool world. Yeah. So nice. I, I went on too long, Anatoly, forgive me, but that's kind of an introduction. Yeah, I got it, got it. Uh, how to choose the right project? For example, you know, I use many different techniques, projects, and I want to be honest, I fail with most of them. So I, I, I like to play these games and I can uh, fail like 19 times and win only one time, but this time can overcome all my failing. And when my wife can check how uh, much money I can fail, she can tell me, you're crazy, what are you doing? <laughs> Please save our family budget. But even one time can bring a lot more. But I play with my projects. I, uh, it's part of the process. I don't know what actually will work. So tell how I can play with my money with other projects. I can't control them. I can't manage. I can't impact anything. I just need to believe that will this project will work fine. So any tips about that? Well, yeah, I've got some uh, great feedback. So uh, one of the cool things about crowdfunding is depending on where you live, you may be able to invest in projects that are pretty local to you. So for instance, I live here in Northern California. If I look for Northern California deals, it's not hard for me to find them. Um, I also found when I was living in Florida, I invested in a deal that was uh, just across town there in Jacksonville where I was living. And so we invested a hundred dollars in, I mean, not a lot, a hundred dollars in a, in a local restaurant. And then we would go eat there regularly. And so we actually, I know we ended up giving them enough profit, not just enough revenue. We gave them enough profit on eating there regularly so that they could pay us back all of the money that we gave them. Right. So it's a great connection. So, so investing locally is one strategy because then you can, especially in small businesses, you can impact the business with your uh, behaviors in a way that help ensure that you can get your money back. Uh, if you invest in a little restaurant, a little cafe or a pub or something, not only can you go, but you can take friends and introduce them to it. So it's, it's an easy way to start, right? Is to look for investments that are local. Uh, another thing is to be sure to be thoughtful about the underwriting, right? Um, it's, 
easy to get excited about the idea when you're investing. And it's tempting to let that sort of carry you away a little bit because the idea is so sexy, right? Oh, wow, it's a flying car, right? That kind of thing. It can be exciting. But you've got to drill down a little bit further. You got to look at the management team, right? Do these guys know anything about business? Do they know anything about uh, engineering flying cars? Or is this this guy just a dreamer, right? So you got to dig a little deeper on the team. That's that's an essential thing. And then you've also got to look at the the terms of the deal. And And this is why I kind of love the debt deals a little bit right now, especially for beginners. Because it's easy to look at a deal and say, well, this one feels risky, but it only pays 9% interest. And this other one feels safe. The company's been around longer. They're more profitable. Golly, and they're paying 12%. Well, I'm going to invest in the 12% deal that looks more safe, right? That's that's a, an analysis that almost anyone can make pretty quickly looking at the website. Um, but... So if you're looking at a deal that has a convertible note or a safe and the terms are confusing, you can just stay away from those. Uh, if you understand those deal terms and they can be complicated, if you understand them, then you begin to focus on the valuation, right? Like I know I invested uh, because of my sense of social mission in one deal where, where I genuinely believe the very best case, the very best case is I get my money back. Yeah. And the more likely scenario is I lose it, I lose it all. Right. Um, and so, and, and part of the reason was the valuation was just way too high. Right. I, and, but I knew that going in, I recognized that there was a social political connection reason, right? I, I know the founder a little bit. I wanted to support him. So I invested. But again, I knew going in the best case scenario, the very best case scenario is in 10 years, I get my money back. Um, and it could be a lot worse than that. I could lose all of it easily. So I encourage people to look at the deal terms and, and to start asking yourself basic questions like, do I really understand what the terms are? What happens if this guy sells the business for $20 million? What do I get? If you can't figure out what you get when the entrepreneur sells the business, you, you probably aren't ready to invest. So, you know, you got to kind of be able to drill down on, on those deal term things to figure out what's coming. And again, Coming back, just to make the reiterate the point, I love these debt deals that are, are becoming more and more common now because the deal terms are so much easier to understand. Yeah, uh, valuable, valuable. David, can you tell about how to collect data and learn about projects? Uh, for example, in crypto or stock prices, we can use technical analysis. We can learn from experts who can tell their thoughts. Uh, so I usually use both. You know, uh, I don't believe technical analysis. I don't believe experts, but I can combine and use my intuition you know, to yeah, help yeah. to figure out do I need or not. So tell uh, about small projects. How uh, you mentioned that we need to learn. We need to understand how it works. We need to predict and forecast the future. So tell how to collect data and make these decisions. Yeah. That's great. Great point. I, I, I'll come back to King's crowd um, 
on the King's Crowd website, um, for free, even without setting up accounts, you can do a lot of searches that are really helpful. And so you can begin looking at deals. So like if you wanted to look at um, just deals with, um, you know, uh, electric flying vehicles, you know, these uh, uh, vertical takeoff and landing kinds of vehicles, uh, you know, there are probably two or three that are fundraising almost all the time, it seems, on, on crowdfunding sites. So, so you could go do a search, look for those, and then start comparing them. How do their valuations compare? How do their progress to date compare? How do the teams compare? And that's really a helpful way to begin thinking about, especially on where you're being asked to invest in some form of equity, to begin drilling down and making those kinds of comparisons. Now, King's Crowd, you can also, if you set up a free account, you get access to a little bit more information. And if you pay just, I think, $10 a month, you can get access to some of their uh, their due diligence reports and they'll tell you what they think the probability is of a success so if you're going to be investing uh, a larger portfolio so what do i mean by that if you've got tens of thousands of dollars even it probably makes sense to spend ten dollars a month on that website on king's crowd to get their diligence reports to see what they think of the deals if you're investing $100 a month, I'm not sure it makes sense to pay $10 a month to find out how to invest your 100 because uh, you, you'd shave off so much of your returns. But but if you're investing tens of thousands of dollars so that you each month are investing $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, $10 is a rounding error and it will enhance your return. So it's well worth paying to get some access to that extra data. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And guys, if you want to invest, start for free. <laughs> you can play with demo versions. You can imagine that you invest. Just don't chase money. Don't chase this uh, crazy revenue. Uh, start for free. Check if it works. Then you can put some money, a small amount of money. Then you can increase. But don't do it without experience. I don't recommend to anyone yeah. to do anything without experience because people fail a lot. Uh, it's uh, It can impact your mental issue, many things. So it's a dangerous game. Don't do it. Uh, and don't invest money that can impact your well-being. <laughs> For me, uh, I, I can lose. I invest, I lose, uh, I win. But uh, if I lose, I know this money that I lost, uh, don't impact my well-being so i can i have other money that can help me you know to go ahead so yeah um david i want to ask about your background i i see a lot of books in your background i love reading books if you ask me my loving format books <laughs> uh i can read them uh and i get a lot more value from books than from podcasts than from video content and blog articles um because books are foundation and i compare for example different types of uh, content, uh, book offers usually spend like six months to write a, a single book, a year, it yeah. depends. But an article, it takes like 24 hours, a video, a few hours. So yeah, it, and uh, th that is why I think books bring more value. And according to Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, they read books, <laughs> they read these books to learn 
uh, how to go ahead, how to decide. And I think it's important to learn before doing anything. If you spend time to learn, to get some basic knowledge, then you can play a little bit, but improve your skills that you have. So tell what kind of books can help uh, you uh, in your life uh, and recommend books for beginners, for uh, medium traders that can lead them in the right direction. <laughs> Yeah, I think there are some some great books. You know, the the um, I've written a book uh, about crowdfunding that I encourage people to read. Uh, it's Ooh. called Crowdfunding for Social Good. That's that can be a useful tool. Uh, I've written a book about uh, a couple of books about money management, including Your Mark on the World and 925 Ideas to Help You Save Money, Get Out of Debt and Retire a Millionaire so you can leave your mark on the world. That one's a popular book that a lot of people have read. Um, so those are resources that I encourage people to check out for selfish reasons. But, uh, I think the, um, crowdfunding is a relatively new field. And, and so I don't know that we have a, a genuine, uh, you know, ready reference, a Bible of crowdfunding that everyone is using. Um, there's a fellow by the name of Michael Schumann that's written a great book that uh, I think is is helpful, um, especially for those who have more resources. Um, if you have um, a significant savings in your, uh, you know, a significant IRA, especially his book is going to be really helpful. If you want to allocate some of your retirement savings to crowdfunding, there's an opportunity there to to read his book and learn from him. But there are, um, yeah, I think we're still in the early days of crowdfunding. And uh, so I, you know, one of the things that I want to encourage people to do is to invest with other people to, to join a group. And I, you know, there are lots of them out there, but I host the Impact Cherub Club every month. And you can learn more at impactcherub.com. And uh, there's no dues. We don't charge anything to join and we don't enforce investments in any way, shape or form. Uh, it's just a group of friends who get together and we talk about uh, the investments that we're considering. We have a formal little process we go through, but we share the responsibilities for due diligence. And so in this way, we're collaborating around this, getting some collective wisdom and we're not doing the investing all on our own. Um, you know, if you're with a group of a dozen people and everybody does an hour of thinking about a deal, uh, that's 12 hours that have gone into it. It's a very different thing than doing an hour of research on your own. So it's, it's really valuable to, to come together as a group and just get the different perspectives and expertise. It's like, uh, we're, we're looking this, this month, uh, our meeting is tomorrow. Yeah. David, I want to ask about your books. Um, you know, um, I want to ask in two reasons. The first reason, I'm so picky about books that I want to read. Because I have 24 hours a day, I can't read all great books. I only read uh, books that provide I'm back. benefits to me. But oh. I didn't hear your whole question, Anatoly. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can, yeah, I can ask one more time the question. You're uh, asking about my books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me ask one more time. Uh, uh, look, you're at, asking about my books, Anatoly. Were you able to? Um... Yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask one more time. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, 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 I missed your question about my books. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look at, I have, uh, 24 hours a day. I wanna read a lot of great books, but only 24 hours a day. So I'm so picky the books that I wanna read. Uh, and I choose books in two reasons. The first reason I need to get value as much as possible. So if I choose the book, I need to get value. The second reason I like to read non-boring books. <laughs> so if, if a book is boring, I don't want to read it. And according to data, people read only 5% of all books. So they can stop reading in the beginning because it's boring. We don't know it's valuable or not, but it doesn't matter what kind of content, video content, articles, people stop fast <laughs> because it's boring. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what I found, for example, if I take any book from Jack London, Hemingway, uh, any other great offers, I can live on this book. I don't need water. I don't need meal. I don't need sleep. I can live on the book that I read right now. But if I take business books, it's not the same. It's not similar experience. Many business books are great for sleeping. So I want to ask you, give me benefits of reading your books and why your style is not boring. Then I put your book in yeah. my list and my audience will do it the same. Yeah. My 925 ideas to help you save money, get out of debt and retire a millionaire book has been read over a million times. And so I think it's genuinely interesting. I have uh, something like a thousand uh, five-star reviews on Amazon. Uh, people like this book. Um, what it is, is it's a collection of short essays on how to save money. And we've organized them into chapters around themes, but they are just short little essays about how you can do, you know, things to save money. Some of them are are easy and basic. And so what I encourage people to do with this book is to skip around, to read the things that are interesting and relevant based on the titles and the subjects uh, and not try to read the whole thing uh, cover to cover. It's rare that anyone would find every essay relevant, but someone who reads uh, selectively will really find value in that book. Um, so I encourage people to read that one. And 925 ideas to help you save money, get out of debt and retire a millionaire so you can leave your mark on the world. The longest book title in history. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, I, I think that you share a lot in your uh, headline. <laughs> so uh, a yeah. lot of benefits are there. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, Devin, um, let me ask you about mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. I keep doing them and I don't know how to avoid them, but I can learn from all mistakes because I usually start from best practices, generic strategies. When I fail, uh, I usually understand, okay, I did one mistake. Let's learn from that to go ahead to provide much better results in the future. But I want to ask you about common mistakes that people still do from your experience and your tips how to find a much better way. Yeah. Well, in my world, um, the most common mistake people make is to get uh, to make investments based solely 
on social impact. And, and the reason I think that is a mistake, because I'm passionate about investing for social impact. I really am. I think it's the way to go. I think it's how we address some of the world's biggest problems. And we can argue about what those big problems are, but there are solutions relevant to all those problems that you can find uh, via crowdfunding. It, it's so fun and I encourage people to do it. But here's the thing. If you invest only for social impact, if you ignore the economics, you you limit your social impact. In fact, you, you, you do worse than limit it. You stymie your social impact. You you can almost reverse your social impact. If you invest in a business that has social impact and it is profitable, that business can likely continue to operate, continue to raise money, grow, and continue to have that impact. It can continue to make a difference. Let me just give a specific example. And don't get too wound up if you're not a big fan of climate change solutions. It's just an example. But if you're inter interested in finding climate change, you can find uh, all kinds of deals that are in that space. You can invest in wind and solar, all kinds of cool things. So you find one you like. If you invest in one that has the potential to be profitable and in your analysis will become profitable and then in fact becomes profitable, that business will continue to have social impact long into the future. It's going to have huge social impact and you helped bring that about. And you should get your money back with some sort of profit. That'd be great. You know, you know whether you put in a dollar and get two back or whether you put in a dollar and get a hundred back, it kind of doesn't matter. You can recirculate that money and do good with it. Now, on the other hand, if you are investing only for social impact and you ignore profits, you increase dramatically the likelihood that the company you invest in will not have profits, will not succeed, and won't have any impact, right? If it goes out of business, how much social impact did it have? Maybe none. If that business fails, are they going to pay you back? No, they can't pay you back a dime. So you can't reinvest and the company's not having any social impact. So investing solely for social impact without any consideration for profits is the biggest mistake I see in the community I run. And I'm trying to coach people to focus to make sure they're looking at making money along with it. Because if you make money, that means the company's continuing to operate, continuing to have social impact, and you get your money back and then some, and you can have more impact. So it, it's, there's just no question. We have to underwrite the business and be thoughtful about that, even if we are primarily interested in the social impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Great tip. Uh, David, can you explain one quote from Warren Buffett uh, about investing? You know, uh, he usually invests when the price is going down and uh, when the price is going up, uh, he uh, stops investing. Uh, takes money back. So can you tell uh, why this rule works for uh, Warren Buffett and why others can't uh, use the same rule? Well, I I've tried to use that same rule and uh, it doesn't always work. Uh, occasionally, I get excited about a company that's going down and I think, wow, it's trading at half of where it used to be or 25% of its peak value. Think, wow, that's a great deal. It's like 75% off. 
it's on sale, right? Uh, I've also seen some of those companies go to zero, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I, I admit I I invested uh, fleetingly in in Enron, um, you know, and that was not a, a good investment. Um, you know, there there was no price at which Enron was going to be a good deal at the end. Um, so it happens, right? That companies go to zeros. You have to be cautious. That said, uh, I invested in a, a solar company a few years ago, and uh, th it was just a phenomenal investment. We, we, I decided to use a, an interesting strategy that I hadn't used before, and it worked really well. I just decided to wait patiently until the that one stock represented uh, 10% of my portfolio. I said, that's that's too much. And so every time it bumps up against that threshold, I'll sell a little bit of it. Well, we ended up selling uh, for cash about uh, six times what we initially put into that investment. But we still own about 70% of what we bought. Uh, and so we still have a big chunk of this, this company, uh, but we have taken out a ton of cash. So we kind of created our own dividends by selling off just a little bit to keep that from overwhelming our portfolio. And uh, I, I like that strategy. It's it's a little bit Buffett-ish, isn't it? And and Warren Buffett has done quite well with that, right? At one yeah. point, he was the richest man in the world uh, using that strategy. So I like to yeah. think that's kind of what he would uh, uh, it's what he would do. So yeah, nice, nice. And Devin. I have two final questions, very important questions for my audience, because I know my audience. And um, the first question about your experience. And um, let me explain who will consume uh, information, data uh, from your reply. Uh, the first person is student who is looking for a way how to learn from scratch to become an expert in one day, to write own books, uh, to bring own value, to earn money with that. And the second business owners, founders uh, who want to increase revenue, who want to grow their companies. So, uh, but be, uh, founders have no time to learn everything, a lot about investing, but they want to get the basic to cooperate with right specialists who can help them. Because, you know, many fake experts, they who uh, can you know show the right way how to lose money. And uh, I want to ask you, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, it's your first day in investing. What will you do today if you start everything from scratch? Yeah, um, boy, that's a great, great question. And um, I, I would encourage people to check out um, Superpowers for Good, where we're uh, publishing a lot of content around this stuff. So that that's one place. Uh, I've talked about King's Crowd. Uh, and I think King's Crowd is a great resource for people who are both um, students trying to learn, trying to build that foundation of understanding to become experts. And I think it's a great resource for people who have some resources and want some of their work done for them, right? So they can jump to quickly, more quickly to, I want to make an investment. I don't have a lot of time. Um, but I think a, a third thing that I would point out to all of those folks in both groups, you are welcome at the Impact Cherub Club. Join us at impactcherub.com. 
And uh, again, no dues, no fees, no enforcement of investment. Uh, but we've got uh, young and old participating alike. And we have a lot of fun looking at deals together and learning from one another. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, you can find all the links in the description to this podcast. Uh, and Devin, my final question about the future. It's tough to predict the future. I tried a few times and I failed. <laughs> Sometimes I win, but I can't say because uh, I'm good with that uh, i think um, sometimes i'm lucky sometimes experience sometimes intuition i don't know but anyway i want to ask you about your vision of future because technologies are growing fast uh and i see when people change uh their uh, thoughts about crypto for example uh like many years ago um uh, i got a lot of questions that crypto is uh scam today i see many people change their minds uh don't say it like this and uh, i want to ask your thoughts about crypto uh what kind of future will be and uh your insights about future investment uh that you can share with our audience yeah um you know i i have been um excited about crypto in the past Mm -hmm. and um but i'm not um and uh, i appreciate you giving me an opportunity to share my thoughts i i know probably a lot of people in your audience are saying oh this is this is the fun way to make money um i think there are some uh stable coin technologies that are interesting i think the blockchain technology is interesting but remember that the concept of the blockchain was to create uh, an immutable record of ownership that would prevent fraud. And yet what we see in crypto is fraud happens all the time. People lose their crypto regularly. It is not, it is so much more common in the crypto world than in the fiat currency world. I think we have to begin to say, maybe blockchain isn't all that we thought it was. I know that sounds horrible, but but it sounded so cool, right? When Satoshi said, we've got this way to create a record that will, will be immutable, can't be argued with. No one can steal your money. And yet within a few years, theft became a, a big issue and it continues to, you know, FTX is just the latest example of major fraud and to say nothing of the fact that countless people have lost their money because they lost their 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 tokens and coins and uh, and all the rest so i'm really i really would want to encourage people to look at crowdfunding which is regulated and i know that in the crypto world people hate regulation but the reality is regulation is creating a fair marketplace that's what regulation does. And so in a fair marketplace, it's easier to make money um, and less risk, not no risk, but less risk of being ripped off. So I encourage people to look at the regulated crowdfunding market instead. And you will find some crypto uh, based, you know, you'll see, find some security tokens in that arena from time to time. Still, uh, Republic was big into that, but that that's fading, I think, a little bit. Uh, so I'm sorry. 
to those of you who are real crypto fans that my view isn't more positive anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope uh, everyone can have own opinion about that. Uh, but anyway, if we speak about crypto, I don't recommend to uh, put most of your uh, money to crypto. Probably 5% is limit. But it depends on, on your skills because I know some can uh, play almost all in with crypto, but they have experience. They have experience. If you have no this experience, it's better not to do it. If you want to play this game, 5% is enough. It's limit. But yeah, of course, it depends on experience and skills. If you want to do it crowdfunding, just do it. Why not? Um, but get experience. Learn. Learn how Devin can share with us. Devin, it's a big pleasure to, to have on the Thank show. Thank you so much for having me, Anatoly. Yeah, big Thank pleasure. Thank you so much. You're very kind. Yeah. Tell the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm uh, on all the social media platforms pretty much uh, except TikTok. But LinkedIn is probably a great way to track me down. Uh, LinkedIn.com slash in slash Devin Thorpe. Uh, also on Twitter at Devin Thorpe. Uh, those are a couple of great ways to to track me down or visit uh, Superpowers for Good, uh, and you can subscribe Superpowersforgood.com with a number four, and that's where you can subscribe to my newsletter. Okay, nice guys. You can find links uh, in the description below to books to LinkedIn account. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show. Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.